Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The Business View. All right, good morning. Here's how markets are wrapping up. And we saw stocks overnight on Wall Street tumbling as jitters around the contingent in the regional banking sector returned ahead of the Federal Reserve's rate decision that we'll get tomorrow morning, Singapore time. So looking at Dow Jones Industrial Average, it was down over 360 points or 1.1% at 33,685. The S&P 500 closed lower by 1.2% at 4,120. And the Nasdaq Composite dropped 1.1% to 12,080. Let's unpack it with Mark Newton. He's the Managing Director and Global Head of Technical Strategy at Fundstrat Global Advisors. Hey, Mark, how are you doing today? Hi there, how are you? Thank I'm, you for having me today. It's awesome having you, Mark. So let's start with the overview first. Um, so it looks like the sell in May, um, I guess, phase has started and we didn't see traders wait for the Fed, the Federal Reserve meeting. So there is that, I guess, mood right now that investors are trying to hit the sell button and we're not seeing the banking turmoil go away anytime soon. Well, I don't know if we can say that just yet. That might be premature. Uh, we did see some early selling today, and that was predominantly in shares of PacWest, Bancorp, and Western Alliance. Uh, both were down about 15%. So we're seeing you know, ongoing jitters in the regional banks right ahead of tomorrow's uh, Fed meeting, which, of course, will happen in the U.S. Mm. on May the 3rd. Uh, however, we actually rallied pretty sharply uh, intraday, and so we closed with about a 1% loss, but it really did not disturb any of the ongoing uptrends. Um, so S&P has been up higher really six out of the last seven weeks. It really has caused a lot of confusion to people that are wondering about the end game for Fed monetary policy or earnings or, you know, really the entire debt ceiling debate, which is an ongoing uh, issue and could get very heated in the weeks to come. So a lot of those are concerns. Uh, the one thing that I would point out that's, that's important is that we are ending really a six-month period of very bullish seasonality to the market that normally starts in October and ends in April. So now that we're in the month of May, you know, historically in pre-election years, this is a very bullish time. And we did see gains of 7% in the first quarter. And in April, you know, produced the best gains since January. It was up about 1.7%. But now in the month of May, uh, there is a possibility of a reversal of trend. I, however, have not really seen evidence of that just yet with prices. Yeah, so you're looking at markets, I believe, with three S's. Seasonality is what you spoke about, and you've got sentiment and sector rotation. So unpack that in yeah. a few moments. And I'm looking back in April. It was quite an interesting time. You've got so many headlines around the banking sector, but yet the VIX index, yes. we had a pretty low reading at one point, under 16. So that was the first time since yes. November 2021 that we hit under 16. Where we are right now, just under 18. What do you make of this, Mark? Well, there's a popular misconception that, you know, the VIX needs to go higher just because there's bad news, and that's unfortunately false. Uh, you know, the VIX normally, during times of stable markets or even markets that grind higher, uh, will certainly decline, and we've seen that. Uh, the VIX literally has gone down about 50% just since uh, the middle part of March. 
So at that time, there were extreme worries about banks and, and the VIX spike. It's normally when markets are caught with news that they don't anticipate that the VIX can have very rapid spikes. I came out with a recent piece this week saying I thought the VIX might try to bottom out only because the spot VIX was so low versus the back month. So we saw about a two standard deviation difference between where spot VIX was versus three to five month futures. So normally those conditions, you know, don't last very long and we do see some mean reversion. But I'm still actually bullish on the markets. I think markets likely rally into the middle part of of May. Uh, And actually anything over S&P 4200 would cause a lot of short covering and would get Mm -hmm. further people on the bandwagon at a time when, you know, likely seasonality dictates that it's going to be time to exit versus thinking that gains persist. Yeah, so you've got the VIX potentially bottoming out sometime this week with the FMC in focus. Also in focus this week is Apple's earnings, which is quite timely because Apple has been one of the more interesting stocks to look out for. And Fangs overall have yeah. been leaning gains on the tech sector. What do you make of tech these days? Is this the time to go in right now? Well, there's a big uh, divergence right now between equal-weighted tech, which is acting far worse than large-cap you know, technology. So stocks like Apple, Microsoft, uh, Alphabet, Meta, uh, have all been doing phenomenally well, and they, they have camouflaged the market to some extent. Uh, it's a little bit of a mirage because they've shown very good gains, but when you look at semiconductors and other areas of technology, they've not done nearly as well. So I actually see that as a little bit of a warning for the month of May, unless technology really can recover very quickly. Um, Apple, I do not think we'll get over 176. And so it is approaching what we call as technical analyst resistance. And my thinking is it's going to have a very difficult time at pushing higher. So that could be interesting because it is 7% of the S&P and, you know, occupies a very large percentage of QQQ as well. So if, if technology stalls out, then these other sectors are going to need to really step in to pick up the slack or else markets are going to have probably a decline in the latter part of May into June. All right. And looking at the other end of the spectrum, typically we see healthcare as a defensive sector. How do you feel about this right now? I like healthcare quite a bit. That's one of my favorite sectors. We've seen some excellent signs of recovery in the medical devices stocks, uh, as well as biotechnology, and even the pharmaceutical stocks have started to act a lot better. Uh, seasonally speaking, this is one of the best times of the year for healthcare. So I do expect further outperformance. That would be my top pick among the defensive sectors. Okay, when you look at the technicals, what is it telling you about the banking sector? We asked you seeing some pressure on the, for example, the Spider Regional Banking ETF, and that's down more than 6% right now. Yes, the KRE or the Regional Banking ETF broke down uh, today in U.S. trading on Tuesday to the lowest levels we've seen in, in uh, over a year. So uh, it remains under pressure. Um, the financial sector overall has shown very good signs of rebounds in some of the larger banks, J.P. Morgan, Citigroup. But really, it's all about the yield curve. Uh, banks simply cannot make money very easily when there's an inverted yield curve, when they have to borrow uh, short and lend long, and the yield curve is inverted. And so it makes life a little bit difficult for the banks. So I do suspect that we're close to a period of stabilization for these smaller regional banks. Uh, but, you know, it, it's just a very difficult time right now for the financials. Okay, and one more area looking at is metals. And this is with a focus on real rates rolling over. Yes. No, I like the precious metals uh, quite a bit. I think this is an, is an ideal time for gold and for silver. You know, copper, honestly, also as a base metal, should be close to bottoming and turning higher. 
coinciding with the uh, reopening of the Chinese economy. And so I, I feel that gold and silver both move back to new highs. You know, that, that's one of the better areas to position and honestly a very good area for diversification outside of technology. All right, that's a good oversight of what's been happening in the markets. We've been chatting Mark Newton. He's the Managing Director and Global Head of Technical Strategy at Fundstrat Global Advisors. Mark, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much. Have a nice day, everybody. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.